I am sitting currently uh, recording this in the city of Charlotte, North Carolina, where there are reports that the at the University of North Carolina, uh, three are hurt from a gun shooting. So reading this from CNN.com, uh, it says here, at least three people were shot Tuesday and one person was in custody after an incident on the campus of University of North Carolina at Charlotte, according to a city official. Law enforcement officers were sweeping the affected buildings. The university tweeted, follow officer commands, the school said. Video posted to Twitter by Jordan Pierce, a student showed people fleeing a campus library as police sprinted towards the building. And so uh, there's just reports that all over the news here, CNN, Live 5 News, the News and Observer, shots fired at UNC Charlotte, two killed, four others shot on UNC Charlotte campus. Now, all this is alleged because, you know, this is all breaking news, so you don't know what is real. Um, but North Carolina University issues alert on a parent shooting. Uh, three shot at University of North Carolina at Charlotte, shooter in custody 41 minutes ago. Uh, this is a local local station in Arizona. It says UNC Charlotte on lockdown after reports of shots fired. So, uh, just looking at this, this is uh, late breaking news uh, in the same city I am in. So, you know what this is going to bring up. I mean, the bigger conversation is gun safety laws, right? I mean, that's what everybody avoids having a conversation about. Uh, So lately in the news, there have been uh, gun safety advocates rally for a new uh, CT laws at the CT post. So that's for Connecticut, I believe. So I think uh, on a local level, different areas are talking about this. Um... Something that's interesting is the NRA and the battle against itself, a report written uh, on CNN politics, the NRA and the battle against itself. As gun violence erupted across the country over the weekend, the nation's foremost gun lobby struggled with one of its biggest crises in decades. The bitter leadership battle centered on the finances and management of the National Rifle Association comes as the political landscape on guns undergoes dramatic change. Gun safety groups are growing more powerful and mounting more forceful challenges to the NRA and public attitudes are shifting amid a grim and growing succession of mass shootings. On Saturday, the same day that Oliver North stepped away from the NRA's presidency as part of a power struggle with a longtime CEO, Wayne Lapeer, a gunman opened fire in a synagogue outside of San Diego, killing one woman and injuring three others. A day later in Baltimore, a gunman fired into a crowd of people gathered for a cookout, killing one and wounding seven. So, of course, this. So what is going on uh, is the politics of, of guns. And so when we pull ourselves out of this story and look at what is really going on, it, it it is the politics of guns, and it even talks about that later on in this in this same article. Once again, this is a CNN dot com politics article uh, written by Frederica uh, Shotton, uh, CNN. This was released on April thirtieth, so right before this shooting, uh, this article was released. 
So this is literally alignment happening where stories are happening at the same time that that affect one another. So the polls show Americans support gun control measures by a large margin. 60% of registered voters polled by Quinnebec University in March uh, backed stricter gun laws, up from 54% more than a decade ago. That's a partisan split. However, with Democrats and independents more supportive of gun control than Republican voters, and 93% of those polled recently uh, support requiring background checks for all gun buyers. So I don't know what the solution is. But what I do know is when you actually break this thing down and you start looking at what's currently going on uh, within the storyline of society, because that's all we are, that's what we're really doing. We're looking at the cultural society, the, the cultural equity of society. And NRA has been in the news a lot within the last 24 hours. Vice News, uh, a good guy with a gun, and Jesus Christ can can stop mass shootings. NRA, NRA members say a good guy with a gun. So NRA is saying, well, in order to stop gun violence, put guns in the in the in the hands of of someone else. And then Los Angeles Times talks about the NRA's trouble stem from its total war mentality. Let's look at that. <laughs> the Los Angeles Times is reporting. The NRA's troubles stem from its uh, total war mentality. The National Rifle Association has big troubles. It's wildly in debt. The Attorney General of New York, where the NRA was founded in 1871 and where it remains incorporated, is investigating the tax-exempt status of what she has called a terrorist organization. The NRA's longtime chief executive, Wayne LaPierre, is in a bitter feud with his outgoing president, Oliver North. And so now there's a lot of internal struggles within the NRA. NRA is losing power. And so there are going to be stricter gun laws. It is coming. Now, the question is, what does that look like? Because we all do have the right to bear arms. Now, where does that come from? That comes from, what, the Second Amendment? Or is it the first? Let's pull it up. What are our amendments? Once you understand what your list of amendments are, then you can understand what supposedly we're supposed to be fighting for. And once you understand what we're supposed to be fighting for, then you <laughs> you are able to truly live the game in which you're trying to play. The Second Amendment, United States Constitution, protects an individual right to keep and bear arms. It was ratified on December 15, 1791, as part of the Bill of Rights. And so we do have the right to bear arms. So we have to make sure that, okay, if, they, if they're going to put gun laws together, if they're going to put these different ideas together, black, white, green, yellow, and everybody else, we have the right to bear arms but we don't have the right to violate somebody else's peace of mind. And so there has to be a delicate balance in the society. But how do you create a, a society that way? How can you ensure that a society is going to be able to walk within a delicate balance of itself? How do you walk within a delicate balance of yourself with guns in everybody's hands? 
And you can say that this is just blah, blah, blah talk. You can say that this what I'm saying isn't registering to you, that I don't know what I'm doing, that I don't make any sense, that I don't understand this game of equity. We can all take our shots all we want to. But I'm standing in front of the, the issue as I'm sitting in the same city. I'm in the same city as a report is happening, and I'm, I'm calling it down the middle. I'm calling it right where it needs to be. Now, who else is going to do that for you? There's, there's, there's bullets flying left and right daily across this nation. And at some point, at some point, even on an international level, we're going to have to start talking about how do we combat this situation? The problem is, do we see, do, do we think as a society that there is a problem? United States gun deaths compared to other country. What does that look like? Well, when you pull it up and you look at the, the when you look at the graphs, when you start comparing gun related death rates in high income countries, deaths per 100,000 population, USA is ranked number one. By homicide is ranked uh in a, in, a, in a four deaths per 100,000 population. And for suicide rates, it's ranked above six. This is number one. There that we are the highest rated country when it comes to gun-related deaths. Then it's Finland, then it's Austria, then it's France, then it's Canada, then it's Belgium. And so where where did where did they see that there were some gun problems before and they quickly made a change? What where was that? At? I saw that a couple of weeks ago. Gun laws changed in New Zealand. I believe that was New Zealand. On March 20 of 2019, Arden announced that all military-style semi-automatics and assault rifles would be banned. On April, uh, on April 10th, the government passed the armed prohibited firearms. Boom. That fast. That was New Zealand. Something doesn't quite add up there. If as soon as New Zealand saw there was a problem, they fixed it immediately. New Zealand only had one death per... 100,000 people in population. They didn't even have a major problem. But something happened where New Zealand said, oh, no, we, we're not having this in our country. We're going to act now. We're going to do something now. And so when you look up New Zealand and you look up uh, gun laws and you look up news stories... You know, this is all one month ago, three months ago. They voted 119 to 1 to change his gun laws three weeks ago. New Zealand passed his gun law reform in wake of Christchurch attack. Strict firearm laws reduced gun deaths one month ago on The Guardian. Sweeping gun law could go into effect in New Zealand just weeks after mock attacks one month ago. And here we are, it's been 20, 30 years where we've been sitting inside of this 
crazy warped reality. It's a bizarre world where we've normalized violence. It's normal now. And in other countries, they are doing whatever it takes to fix it. But in this country, we've let it go too far. We've let it go too far. And so the black equity in this is one life is too many. What are we really doing in our society where we can't say as a collective group of people there needs to be stricter gun laws? At what point do we act like New Zealand and do what's right? Because right now we are an embarrassment across the world when it comes to gun safety. We are, it's, an, it's embarrassing looking at the statistics. But yet we market ourselves as home of the free, home of the brave. This is the place, you know, this is the place you can have the American dream. This is what we tell, this is what we tell them. But look what I'm, look what I'm sitting in. Look at what I am sitting in. And not one person has reached out to me, by the way. People know I live here. They don't reach out because they don't even know. That's how I know they don't even know the story's happening. People know exactly what city I'm in when I'm not traveling and when I'm not going places. And not one person has reached out to me because we've normalized it. We've looked down. We see a shooting in Charlotte. And it is what it is. On to the next one. On to the next topic. Because who really gives a damn about a school shooting?